You're listening to the Mindful Weight Loss Podcast, Episode 39. It's time to look at weight loss in a whole new way. Instead of focusing on calories in, calories out, you'll learn how to use your brain to transform your body and heal your relationship with food. If you're ready to lose your weight for the last time, you're in the right place. Because it's more than what you eat. It's who you are when you're eating. This is the Mindful Weight Loss Podcast. Here's your host, life and weight loss coach, Dr. Michelle Tupman. Welcome back to the podcast. I am so happy you're here. And I really hope you enjoyed the last few episodes where I had so much fun interviewing experts in different fields that all relate to weight loss in some way. I thought, you know, there is only so much wisdom I have in my little brain that I really just wanted to share with you the wisdom of other people. But today I wanted to come back and really talk about something that just has, it just keeps coming up in coaching sessions. Uh, with my clients lately, and that is this issue of identifying a goal weight. I think it's something that we all, if we struggle with weight, we all just have this number that we are striving to get to. There's just this number in our head that we think that that's going to be the answer to everything. We get to that number and then our weight loss journey is done. And for some of you, maybe it's the weight that you once were at when you were younger, or maybe it's the weight that your doctor or the BMI charts tell you that you should be at, or maybe if you're like me, you've just pulled some number out of the hat and it sort of feels right. So that's what your goal is. Now, I know that setting a goal weight can be a positive thing, right? It gives you an objective goal that you can measure your progress by, and it can also be motivating, something that that pushes you forward, something that you're able to uh, reach and strive for. And in fact, I'm guessing that most weight loss programs out there probably have you identify the weight that you want to be at right from the get-go. But we don't do that here at Ways of Health. And there's a few reasons for that. And really, if you have a lot of weight to lose, and many of the ways of women do, it can feel impossible and sometimes even unrealistic. And that is just a recipe for feeling overwhelmed and defeated before you even start and then giving up entirely on your weight loss. And then also, you might just have this one idea of what you want your weight to be, but your body might have a totally different idea, right? And you might find yourself at a healthy weight where you feel fantastic, but you still feel very unsatisfied with yourself because you haven't met that magic number. I see this happen all of the time, that women look great, they feel fantastic, they they feel good in their clothes, they're out there living their lives confidently in their super healthy, but they're still five or 10 pounds away from that ideal number and they're totally stressing out about it. And it just doesn't make any sense to me why you would lose so much sleep and be so miserable over just a number, really. And the third and perhaps the most important reason here is that if you look at all the reasons why you want to lose weight, all of those things that are motivating you to take the actions that you need to take to lose your weight, Like, what are those reasons? What are the motivating factors? For most of us, it's things like feeling better or feeling healthier or having more energy or maybe just being able to play with the kids or the grandkids. Or, you know, for a lot of us, it's addressing some chronic pain issues. 
And also for some women, they maybe want to improve their chances of conceiving, or maybe they want to reverse their pre-diabetes or address their blood pressure or cholesterol levels or other medical reasons. And, you know, even some women just simply want to feel more in control around food. They don't want to do emotional eating anymore. They don't want to be a binge eater anymore. They just want to address all of these things that fill them with so much anxiety and discomfort when it comes to food, right? These are the common things that I hear about the reasons why women want to lose weight. And if these are our reasons for wanting to lose weight, then it doesn't make any sense to me at all that we would pick some meaningless number to be our goal weight. Like those two things just aren't congruent. And so instead, at Weza, we encourage women to strive for what we call their ideal weight. That's the language that we use, ideal weight rather than goal weight. And we define ideal weight as this. It's simply the weight where you feel happy, energetic, and strong, and the weight where you are metabolically healthy, and the weight at which the lifestyle you you need to live to stay at that weight is a lifestyle that you love and that you know you can commit to for the long term. Now, does that sound (laughs) wishy-washy? Well, maybe it is a little bit, but I think it's also something worth striving for. It's this perfect trifecta of feeling amazing, being healthy, and being able to keep it up naturally and easily. And what this also means is that there is a wide, wide range of body shapes and sizes and weights that can meet this definition of ideal weight. And so one of the things that we often talk about in coaching sessions is letting go of the number on the scale. Because really, what sounds more appealing to you Is it killing yourself trying to get to a certain number or slowly and consistently making changes until you feel like a million bucks? It just seems like a no-brainer to me. And yet we all just want to focus on this random number that often comes out of nowhere, this idea that in order to be healthy, we actually have to be at a certain number on the scale. And I just think that is total nonsense. So let's just explore this idea of ideal weight um, by breaking down those three components for you. So first, it's that weight where you feel amazing, however you define that for yourself. It's where you feel like you have all the energy in the world and the place where your joints and your back don't hurt or they hurt less. And, you know, you've heard me talk many times about my desire to be able to tie my shoes without my belly getting in the way, right? It's just super uncomfortable for me. I hate it. And so for me, part of my ideal weight is just being able to tie my shoes comfortably. And also, Rob and I love to travel and hike and camp. And so my ideal weight means being at a weight where I can have all of these adventures safely, and this is also the weight where you want to feel, you know, just feel healthy, right? So about 20 pounds ago in my weight loss journey, I felt sluggish, like really gross and tired all of the time. And it, you know, it didn't even matter if I got great sleep, if I didn't get sleep, um, if I was eating well or not, I just always felt off. And after losing just those 20 pounds, things changed dramatically for me. So from an energy point of view, I feel like I'm probably getting a little bit closer to my sweet spot, a little bit closer to that ideal weight. 
And I just want to be clear here and like make no mistake about it. If you overshoot your ideal weight trying to make that certain number that you're holding on so dearly to, you can inadvertently blow right past that sweet spot where you feel amazing. And when you're underweight, and I'm defining that here to mean losing weight beyond that point where you feel great, well, that can often just feel as bad as carrying extra weight. And it's just one more reason why I think it's a bad idea to cling on to a goal weight as a number. And so ask yourself now, like, what is it for you? How will you know when you've reached that ideal weight? Can you visualize how you want to feel in your body? And can you maybe write down some words to describe how you want to feel? For me, I want to feel like I'm thriving, healthy, energetic, vibrant. That's what I'm striving for. And of course, that whole thing about tying my shoes. So then the second part of ideal weight is being metabolically healthy. And what I mean by this is that your biomarkers are in a healthy range. So this means that you have good blood pressure, good cholesterol levels, your glucose levels are in the normal range, and your insulin tolerance is right where it should be too. And you may even want to consider your reproductive health in here as well. So ask yourself if you're having regular periods and if you're able to conceive, if that's your goal, are you actually able to? So I went to my family doctor just a few weeks ago to get all these things checked out, and I'm thankfully able to check all the boxes for my metabolic health. So even at my current weight, I am metabolically healthy, and that's a good thing. So even right here, I am checking off the box for one of those three components of ideal weight. And, you know, this really just goes to show that you can be metabolically healthy at a wide range of weights. So you do not have to be thin or skinny to be healthy. Just want to be clear about that piece of it. And also, I recommend that if you haven't seen your doctor for a while, maybe consider booking an appointment to get your metabolic panel checked out as well. And if there is anything abnormal there for you, be sure to have a a conversation with your doctor about them. And just know, like, here's a piece of encouraging news, that the science is actually very, very clear that losing just 5 to 10% of your body weight can reverse many metabolic abnormalities. And I think that's really good news for us. But again, remember that this is only one piece of the definition of ideal weight, and you definitely don't have to be skinny to be metabolically healthy. And I'm just the perfect example of that. Okay, so the last piece of the ideal weight definition is really all about the lifestyle you need to have to maintain that ideal weight. Because really, like, what's the point of even working towards feeling strong and vibrant and being metabolically healthy if you're absolutely miserable with the way that you have to eat and live to stay there? It doesn't even make sense. So this is really all about balance. And it's also a really good reason why diets often fail. So people will usually have some success initially on diets because, you know, we can really all power through things for a short period of time, right? We can dig our heels in and just get it done. But we often gain all that weight back, at least in part because we just can't keep up with the things that that particular diet is requiring of us within the context of all the other things going on in the rest of our lives. And I think actually that this is one reason why coaching is just so important on the weight loss journey, right? The lifestyle piece of the equation is probably the trickiest part of all of this for us because it involves breaking down 
old habits and then building up new healthier habits. And then of course, dealing with all of the emotional reasons that drive us to food when we aren't really healthy. So meeting this criteria of ideal weight really means taking a look at our whole lives, our relationships, our jobs, our stress levels, all the things, and really just optimizing all of them in the best way that we can. And this is why I firmly believe that weight loss has to be about more than just the nutrition. We're not just people who eat, right? We're people with these whole, grand, big, bold, beautiful lives. And we have to learn how we want to fit food into all of that. I think this is where the real work of weight loss is. And this is precisely the reason why we don't identify goal weights at Weza. I think it really just sets us up for disappointment and failure. And it takes away this magnificent opportunity for us to really make positive changes, not just to our weight and health, but to our whole lives. And so if we circle back to the beginning of all of this, when we're talking about the reasons why we want to lose weight, really it comes down to we just want to live our fullest life, right? We want to live like hashtag best life, right? I mean, this is what we want. We want to be able to pursue our dreams and be happy and enjoy our families and live life to the fullest. And for many of us, being in a bigger body is making some of those things a little bit more difficult than it has to be, right? And so we need to look at our whole lives and identify the life that we want to live and make sure that the lifestyle that is going to allow all of those things to take place will allow us to maintain the weight as well. And so I think it is crucial that when we're identifying success in terms of weight loss, we are looking way, way beyond the number on the scale. And we're focusing on those three things, how we feel that we're metabolically healthy and that we're living a lifestyle that brings us joy. All right. So nice, quick episode today, but I think it was really important for me to get that out and and share this uh, opinion that I have about goal weights with you. Um, I'd love to hear your thoughts about this. And if you need any coaching around letting go of that number on the scale or letting go of that deep need to reach a certain number, please reach out to me. You can find me on social media. I'm at Weza Health on both Facebook and Instagram, or you can email me anytime at michelle at weizahealth.com. All right. Thank you so much for listening and I'll see you next week.